Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Hi everyone, Pastor Jeff Woodward here from Metro Church. And yes, again, this is one of my favorite moments in the entire month of everything we do here at Metro. I love a lot of stuff that we do. I love the way we help the poor. I love the way that connections happen. I love our kids' ministry, our youth ministry. Well, there's so much to love, really, actually. But I know that this has become a favorite of so many people. Regularly, someone will say to me, I love the My Story. And so welcome to another great My Story, where we look at the life of someone here at Metro and see the way God has worked. And this one today is going to be incredibly special because we're not talking to someone who's just begun their journey of life or their journey with Christ. We're talking with somebody who, believe it or not, only earlier this month celebrated, wait for it, their 95th birthday. So I want you to help welcome for me, Betty Curtis. <laughs> welcome, Betty. Great to have you with us Thank you. today. And your daughter, Joanne. Yeah. Some of you remember back, I think it was on the 15th of January, uh, 2023, we aired the interview with Joanne and her husband, Trevor and some of their story, and I guess that was what prompted this My Story segment, uh, chatting with the one lady who really kind of started it all. (laughs) And um, But anyway, let me just start right back in the very beginning here, because you were born on the 1st of September, 1928. Yes. And so that means just early this month, 95. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that you are going to consider me such a friend that you'll invite me to your 100th. I definitely will. Consider it done. Okay. Thank you so much. I look forward to being with you. And uh, you've been living for a long time down in Mandurah and you were a visitor to Metro, but now you're living up in Scarborough and we get to see a whole lot more of you every week, in fact. And what a joy, I mean this sincerely, what a joy it is. You are one of the most sweet-spirited people that I know. Uh, Just got such, she's such an encourager. Every week she'll say to me, oh, Pastor, that was so wonderful. And I think, but you say that every week. (laughs) Do I? I didn't realize that. (laughs) But I just love coming to the services here. Uh, It is inspirational. That's great. I'm very thankful for it. So just someone who's 95. Yeah. Are you still learning things and I mean about God? Do you feel feel like there's still room to be inspired? Yeah, I guess I am really. I haven't really thought about that directly, Jeff. But um, I I just wake up every morning and thank God that I'm well enough to get out of bed under yeah. my own steam and yeah, right. don't need any help. I've had remarkable health yeah, well. all my life, and I'm. Very thankful of that. I said, apart from the fact that it was rather sad, we didn't manage to have a baby of our own. But my goodness, God's gone over way beyond expectation and give me someone so much better than my own babies <laughs> <laughs> that I could never, That's so never, true. I could never criticise that. I'm gonna, we'll come back to that a bit later, but I was only thinking today, you know, about, because I think the story of your life is found in Romans 8, verse 28, where it says, all things work together Together for for good. Together for good, absolutely. And I thought, here you are now with Joanne, Mm. 
Yeah. And Trevor living only 10 minutes away from Wonderful. you. Wonderful, yeah. And the care. The little family that I've got, yeah. But well, I know that it means so much to them because my parents were a long way away. And that's hard. In their yeah. latter years. And I couldn't do the things I wanted mm, to no. do. So I know that for Joanne and Trevor, yeah. it's as much that they are Plus blessed by as having well. you yeah. as yeah. it is there. But let's go back anyway. So you're a bright young girl at school. Um, obviously very bright because you won a scholarship to Perth Modern School. And for those of you who may not be from uh, Perth or Western Australia, it's an elite school, still yeah. is. You could only get in there if you won a scholarship. Wow. Yeah. So you had to be one of the best, the cream of the crop, and you had an older brother yes. who had a scholarship there. Yeah. You win a scholarship, and your younger brother yeah. also has one. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing very well at school. But when it comes uh, time for graduating from there, yeah. your your parents go, well, you know, the boys are the ones we have to invest in. Because they're going to be have families of their own eventually. And they said, Betty, someone eventually will take care of you. So they couldn't <laughs> afford to do it for the three of us. So I was the one that had to go. I mean, it's great to hear that, <laughs> but it's kind of like, Old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. Old <laughs> definitely old-fashioned. Wouldn't work today. but no. So you have to leave Perth Modern School, but you yeah. get a scholarship to a business college. I know, because I said, what am I going to do? Just go behind a counter in a shop? And, and then I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. So I looked around, and I think I actually won two scholarships to two different things. So I was able to choose which one I wow. wanted. And I thought, what if I don't, I don't know anything about shorthand and stuff? Maybe I won't understand it or won't like it. And I just fell into it and thought it was marvellous. And I, I was so impressed with the inventor of the, of the, um, yeah. uh, the shorthand sure. and everything. I thought, how could somebody have made a little sign for every word in the dictionary? And, of course, when you learn the, learn the principles of it, everything is, is um, B is a certain thing and D is that. It, I just thought it was so clever. I was just... Absolutely entranced with the idea of what this clever young man had done well, to invent I it. <laughs> I, quite frankly, because my mum also had learned shorthand uh, at a business school, and I remember seeing it and thinking it looked like an ant crawled <laughs> over an ink pad and then over the paper. <laughs> yes. And so I was more impressed with my mum and people yeah. like you who go, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I go, how do you remember all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. How fast... Do you do that? Oh, like? I I did. Yeah, I I way exceeded the norm, and um, I'll bet you did. And was quite proud of myself for that. Yeah. So let me ask you then, because I, I know that when you graduated from that school, yeah, they were so impressed with you, yeah, that they wanted to employ you. They did. They they asked me to join the staff. Actually. So you have just finished your course. Yeah. Yeah, was and it? I was. Te I ended up the end of the year teaching kids who'd started the course with me, which was very uh, embarrassing. <laughs> so how, like, how busy was that? How you had to work five days? Well, five days a week and two nights they taught the thing. So wow. Monday and Thursday night I had to go in and, and be there all all day the other days. And at the time, my elder brother was mm. already at university, mm. and um, he 
one Saturday morning we sat down and he said, Bet, you're crazy working at that business college. They hardly pay you anything and you're working five <laughs> days and two nights. And he said, look, here's the West Australian. They're advertising for a secretary at the university now. And let's face it, that in those few words, I'm summing up the rest of my life because wow. I got onto the secretarial staff of the university and never left it. I had wow. a marvellous career there. Yeah. So you worked in the zoology department yes. mostly, yeah, which yeah, I, must I, have I been worked in a lot of different ones. The first, early on, it was in the music department, which Joanne ended up in as well. And um, I loved that because mm. they had big concerts in oh, Winthrop. Really? Hall uh, in the university, and yeah, it was a it was another world. How yeah. funny though, after because as you follow through this story, everyone, you're going to see the incredible tapestry, really, of the way God linked so oh, much together. Absolutely, Joanne in the story on the fifteenth of January was talking about how many years were you at uh, the music school? Uh, Twenty five years in the school of music. Twenty five years, and I didn't know until yesterday when we chatted that that job had led you to travel to conferences and yeah. things like oh, that? Oh, no, not All that over. one. No, that was a separate one again. That was oh. like something different again, yes. Oh, so wow. wasn't really linked, linked with that one, but it was the professor used to be that I worked for oh, was okay. linked with that one, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there you are anyway at yeah. UWA and yeah. you're doing all of this and you have met and, well, you'd already met Des. Yeah. Your husband, because you both attended a Church of Christ. Yes, we did. There. We both grew up in the same youth wow. church youth group. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. And yet your parents weren't really no. They people of they great were faith, lovely, were lovely, good living people, but they really had never had any connection with the church. Wow! No. So you meet Des. Yeah. You fall in love with Des. You marry Des. Yeah. And all of life looks like. It's going to be the typical, yeah. you know, beautiful home. There yeah. you are. You've got a great job. He's yeah. got a wonderful career. Yeah. yeah, And there you are and you are excited when you fall pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And think this is going to be the way the future is going to look. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. No. And not what, just... What did the doctor say? He said I had a... A hormone deficiency, wow. which made it impossible for me to bring a baby to full term. Wow. Um, so I was, I was pretty stunned at the time. I must confess. There but was two um, two miscarriages that led to that yeah, doctor's yeah, diagnosis, yeah, wasn't it? And yeah. That's probably something that nowadays I imagine could be, they, they could be fix, managed. But yeah, yeah. Tell me about that, Betty, because. You know, we're all going to face disappointments in life. Yes. Some bigger yeah. than others, and that is yeah. a big one. Oh, it was a big one at the time, yeah. But yeah. I'm always amazed at the differing ways we respond. Yeah. Some people, you know, I spoke to someone only recently who was angry at God because God hadn't done what they wanted oh. God to do. <laughs> oh, dear. Seriously. <laughs> and very upset, well, God should have done this. And I said, really? <laughs> well, and then I meet someone like you and your response to it all is quite different. Yeah. Uh, that you have these two miscarriages. You get told you'll never have children. Yeah. And how did, what did you and Des do about that? The long and the short of it was that the church um, in WA, the Church of Christ, they had a big welfare um, operation mm. going in a lot of ways, but they said there was no help for young teenage girls from dysfunctional homes. Wow. So they bought a house over in Melville and um, decided to 
um, give an opportunity to children, girls from dysfunctional backgrounds, um, to come there and live with a, a Christian couple as their foster parents. So here's, if I can interrupt, here's you yeah. and Des. Yeah. You've been told after two miscarriages, yeah. you'll never be able to bear yeah. children. That's yeah. that's the end of that. Yeah. But you as Christians are saying, well, God is still in our life. Yeah. He's still in charge. Absolutely. And yeah. this is not the end of our life. It might just be the beginning of something different. different. And it was, yeah. So tell everybody, I was staggered at this. How many girls, teenage girls, did you have at the one time in this house called Karingle yeah. in Melville? How many? Ten. Ten teenage girls and um, the professor I worked for at the university. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether you're a saint or crazy uh, because I told someone about your, this much of your story and they said, ten, what? All at once I said, yeah. yeah. And they said, wow, that's crazy. Well, I think the professor I was working for at the university at the time said, Betty, you've got a... A martyr complex. Martyr complex. <laughs> I, I couldn't find the word. And he thought it was... Insane, you know. But, but can uh, I also ask you about that as well? Because just to give everyone some idea of the times that you were in, yeah, uh, you get married, and you're the first woman to keep her job at the university. Always after up until then, um, the the registrar of the university, funnily enough, was a school teacher of mine, and uh, he'd risen up in the ranks and had a big job at the university. But um, up until then, if a girl got married, she wasn't allowed to stay on the staff. They, they said, you should be home <laughs> having babies and doing the washing. You know, that was more or less the attitude. <laughs> but for some reason... Welcome to yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, they, as I said, I was the first one that they allowed to stay on the staff yeah. and uh, so I had a marvellous So you keep thing. your job though yeah. at the university, yeah. Des is still doing his job yeah. and by the way without giving away too much here we shouldn't talk about a lady's age they yeah. say but that's 1968 when you're 40 yeah. so you're not a 25 year old energetic single person you're a no. 40 year old married yeah. woman with yeah. a full time job, yeah. a husband with a full time job yeah. They do provide a housekeeper, but that housekeeper goes home at the end of the every day. school yeah. day. Yeah. And so that's you and Des parenting 10 teenagers. 10 teenagers. All through the night. Yes. Uh, Were yes. they all just beautifully well-behaved, grateful young? <laughs> this was one of them. <laughs> but what about the others? <laughs> oh, we had a few problems. You know, we had one little part Aboriginal girl <laughs> Haven't thought about this for years, but she said to me one day, the children didn't call us mum and dad, they called us Auntie Betty and Uncle Des, and she said, Auntie Betty, you hate me because I'm black. And I said, no, Mary. I said, you hate me because I'm white. And neither of us had anything to do with that, did we? <laughs> Made us stop and think. God just put that into my mind, and that's Such what I said. Such a great answer, really. Yeah. I, I wish more people in our world today realised you are who you are and you didn't choose it. Yeah. Uh, but how I respond, I do get to choose. Yeah, you so do. Yeah. I know that Joanne, we heard a bit of her story back there in January, but she was the youngest. She came yes. out at 12, is that yes, right? Yes, she was, yes. So do you remember what she was like at 12? <laughs> she was a darling little girl. <laughs> I can remember that she used to, <laughs> she used to be in the kitchen 
yeah, talking to the housekeeper and that, and wanting to know all the questions about how to be running a home and everything. Yeah, it was it was a fantastic experience, which has been lifelong. Yeah, I just think seriously that if I'm always a big uh, applaud or a big fan of all the work that Christians do that people never get to see. Yeah, that's true. And you get to hear stories like that where two people who are, don't feel called to the ministry in the no. sense of you're not pastors, no. you're not anything like that. You're just people that love God. Yeah. And because you love God, you love people and you want to help. Yeah. And yeah. so you sign up to... I'm honestly still, I've just got to pause for a minute and go, because <laughs> I don't think I would feel graced to look after 10 teenage girls <laughs> or 10 teenage boys or 10 kids under anything. that or anything. I'm like going, are you kidding me? Yeah. As, as I mentioned before, and I'm stumbling over the words, but the professor I worked for at the university said, Betty, you've got a martyr complex. So how did you... Uh, it, the whole thing just really does intrigue me because you've got your own private pain yeah. of not being able to have children. Yeah. And yet somehow or other you just go, well, okay, God, what can we do? Yeah. And it's more or less this, what it was. Yeah. This was the way that you saw God could use your life yeah. and Des's yes. life. Yeah. Now, at the end of your term uh, running the, the facility there, the home. Yeah. You say to the department or yep. to the Church of Christ, yep. our time is up, but we would love to take the youngest of the girls as part of our family. Yep. Which obviously she had to say, I want to do this. Yeah. And so there must have been Bless a... Bless her heart. When she first came to live with us, I remember Joanne, there was just a newspaper on the table and she was practicing writing her new name all around the margins <laughs> of the paper. I changed my name. Yeah, so I hear. <laughs> But yeah. that must have been a special bond between you and Bez and Joanne yes, yes, all the way back. Yeah. Did you have any idea that uh, it would end up where it is What the future was going to hold, no. I don't think we ever do, Jeff. You just, um, life just, it just sort of happens and you think, oh, my goodness, wow. You know, this is the way God's worked this all out. And, Isn't it true, yeah. Betty, though, and I, and I say this to you respectfully as someone who's, got a few more years than I have. Yeah. But sometimes we don't really see the hand of God when we're in it. No. When you're in the thing where mm. you've lost two babies yeah. and they say you can't, you don't see the plan of God. No. And then you run the home for 18 months or so and, and we go, well, that's good. And then, you know, you make the, the request, can we take Joanne? Does yeah. Joanne want to come? I imagine yeah. Joanne got asked, did you want mm. to do it? They didn't make mm. you do it. And we don't see all of that. Now, here we are, yeah. 1968 to 2023. Is, how many is that? 55 years later? <laughs> yeah, 55 years later, yeah. we yeah. sit here and tell a completely different story yes. of a daughter getting to care for her mum yeah. And being able to be there for her. Yeah. And I think the joy of that. Yeah. We're just amazed at what God does and amazing. how he works everything out mm. for us. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I said in the beginning, the story of your life, I think, is all found in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, which is a verse, I think every Christian, we learn to love it. 
I remember when I first heard the verse, I thought, oh, that's cute. That's yeah. nice. That's a good one. But the older I get and I have the advantage of sometimes seeing over years, I, I really want to encourage anybody for whom right now if you're in a tough spot and you yeah. go, this is all bad. Where's God? Yeah. Why didn't mm. God do this? How can I do this? Romans 8.28 says, all things work, work together, together for, for good, good to yeah. those who love God yeah. and are called according to his purpose. But sometimes we don't see that no. until, like we're sitting here 55 years yeah, later and we go, mm. well, look how good that is. <laughs> can, can I ask you, Joanne, what did it feel like to find Des and Betty? Oh, well, I was so young. But, after... Yeah. Uh, after your first 12 years being one of yeah. confusion, yes. uncertainty. Oh, I just loved, loved it. Yeah, I just loved the, you know, good atmosphere, no fighting or anything. So yeah, well. it was, I remember um, with the kids that we were looking after, the one of them says, Auntie Betty, when do you and Des, Uncle Des have your fights? And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> Truly, that's what they do. She literally, she apparently is some special part of the yeah. week or the, the house. We, that's where we did our fighting. And I said, darling, we don't fight. We love each other. And she was, you know, open-mouthed. Isn't it funny, though? Sometimes, you know, the one, sometimes the biggest thing we give other people is a great example. Yes, I suppose, yeah. And you've yeah. certainly done that and now – you see your daughter carrying on that legacy. I mean, anyone who knows uh, Joanne and Trevor, well, we love Joanne. <laughs> we, no, we love Trevor. Of course you uh, do. <laughs> but, well, they both do. Trevor serves in Hope now every week. And, you know, and I think, and even like with Trevor, because he was for how many years a social trainer? Oh, for many years now. It must have been 20, oh, 25, I think. Was, yeah. yeah. So when I go down and I see him serving in Hope with people, who have got a few life problems often. Yes. Yeah. And I think how brilliant that God experienced you. Yes, and gave you. him this background. Yes. And yes. now he's in there and, and yes. Trevor, you can't pull the wall over his eyes very quickly. <laughs> no. He's like going, I've heard that one before. <laughs> you know, and But does it with compassion. Yeah. Um, again, I think that whole verse just basically says, hey, don't quit before you see the will of God. Yeah. Don't quit when it looks difficult. Yeah. Or when it feels hard, because God has got a plan. Yeah. Even if it doesn't look like He's got yeah. one. Yeah, and yeah. that's something we all need to know and remember. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's just so brilliant, and and just so amazing to hear that story. Um, but Jeff, I look. I just wake up every morning and think. Oh, dear Father, here I am at my age, leaping out of bed like a 20-year-old and no trouble at all. And I think, aren't I blessed? He's just yeah. given me so much. Yeah. 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 What a beautiful thing it is and a lovely yeah. thing. I, look, I love your story. I wonder, you know, what do you say? Because we're living in a world that seems to often now. Yeah, Totally with it away from God. Yeah. And it often doesn't make sense though. You know, yeah. I feel sorry for a lot of younger ones and I don't mean that to sound patronizing. No, of course But not. we're living in a world mm. where there don't seem to be too many anchors. You and Des yeah. had an anchor point in the church. Yes. An anchor yeah. point of your faith. Yeah. And a confidence God is with us yeah. no matter what this looks like. Yeah. And so that has carried you through yeah. all that period of time. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to a what would you say to a twenty year old right now who goes, Oh, Betty, 
the world just seems all confused. What, yeah. what would you say to them? Well, it is confused, but it's not because God's confused. It's because of the, all the mad people have confused it. But I said, we, we've just got to hold on to that and say, Father, you've got a plan for me and I want you to show me what it is and help me to, wow. to fulfill it. Wow. Yeah. What, yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well, listen, we want to pray for that generation and for, it's not even just whether you're young, because I know a lot of older people who are adrift and and are not any longer feeling like there's something there's to hold God on behind to. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you like to pray for them? Yes. With me? Yeah. Would you do? Yeah. Let's yeah. pray. Come on, you yeah. pray for those people. Eh? Oh, loving Father, we're just so blessed to know you. I thank you, dear Lord, for all the influences in my life which have enabled me to know you as my Father and to be with me day by day. Father, we pray for all of those who aren't experiencing this. Just move things, please, dear Father, so that they'll come to know the wonderful confidence it is to know that your hand is on our lives moment by moment. I pray this in the precious name of Jesus, Lord. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you so much. That's special. Hey, uh, listen, everyone, if you are one of those people that Betty's speaking to, where you say, Jeff, I don't really know Jesus. You know, what a beautiful testimony it is after 95 years on planet Earth <laughs> yeah. to be able to say, I know God. Yeah. He walks with me every day. Yeah. I don't fear the future. And I'm not sorry for the past because God has taken it and used it to be a blessing to other people. You know, you could have sat there, Betty, and felt sorry for yourself. And I wonder where your life would have ended up. Yeah. If you'd allowed that disappointment to yeah. become a stopping point yeah. rather than a stepping stone. I, yeah. I know that's a bit of a cliche, no. but it's, it's a reality, isn't it? It is a reality. Yeah. 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 So thank you for being like that and Des, who I never got to know. But if you're somebody who just says, well, where do I start? Um, well, Betty, you started at the same place that I started and Joanne started. All of us did. And that's where we come to the point where we say, Jesus, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. I'm going to put my trust in you. And we don't yeah. always do that with a, an absolute overwhelming certainty. We, no. we It's a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> we start by saying, Jesus, I'll take the first step, even though yeah. it's only a little one. Yeah. And we say yes to Christ. I still remember Betty as a 19-year-old saying, Jesus, I'm, I'm confused. And I really was. But I know you're there, so I'll trust you. Yeah. And invited him into my life. And I'd love to tell you that immediately I became a super saint, <laughs> but I didn't. It doesn't work out like that. <laughs> no, it didn't. There was a growing, but yeah. the growing wasn't a growing feeling like you don't know. It was a growing no. feeling like you do know. Yeah. And yeah. how special that is. And we would love it if that's you. I'd love to pray with you and help you to invite Jesus into your life. And then to be able to encourage you in your journey with Jesus. So let me pray with you right now. Maybe if that's you, you might want to make this prayer I'm about to pray your prayer right where you are, wherever it is, whatever time it is, oh, yes. whatever situation of life you're in, you could say a prayer like this. Lord Jesus, I'm inviting you into my life. I'm going to trust you. I do want to walk with you and I want to know you and Yes. Lord, would you help me get over every hurdle through every disappointment because you will stay with me for the rest of my life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Amen. Amen. If that's you and you prayed that, 
why don't you send us your yes? It's as simple as that. Y-E-S. Send that to the number on your screen right now, 0488-826-392. If you're outside of Australia or you'd just like to get our help via email, that's your preference, then you go to yes.metrochurch.org.au and either way you do that, we will send you every day a Bible verse and a prayer. They're different each day, of course. For 30 days, we'll send that to you. There's no cost for it at all. There's no hook to it. It's just simply us wanting to encourage you. And I know that God will speak to you every day. I know that you'll begin to grow and understand who God is and also begin to communicate and build a relationship with him that I pray will last as long as this one has with <laughs> Amen. and Amen. with Joanne. And uh, we'll for, by the way, there's a lot of great stuff happening in Metro. I don't know when it is that you'll be uh, being a part of this My Story session, but I do know that on the 22nd of October, our second part of our Grow series on understanding difference in personality with Pastors Michael and Linda Battersby, that'll be airing, so look forward to that Grow session. Then on the last Sunday of October, 2023, live in the building, it'll be our presence service where Pastor Michael will lead us again in worship, and that's always a joy and a, and a blessing to be a part of that service. So, uh, of course, every single Sunday, though, you're welcome at any service here at Metro. We would love to hear from you. You can go to the app. You can uh, put in your prayer request there. You can also give there. And, you know, this is a special time of the year for us here at Metro where we have what we call Destiny Offering. Thank you to everyone who's been making your commitments and praying and inviting God to lead you in that very special time. We want to honor everybody who gives and who is so generous with your finance into the things of the kingdom of God. And I pray that God will bless you in it. I pray that you will see his hand of blessing in your life in every way, in Jesus' name. Amen. But Betty, thank you again. It's been such a joy. Thank you for sharing you. with us your story. God bless you for it. And Joanne, I know that for you to sit here and to hear your mum tell this story must be just so... Yeah. Brilliant. So thank you for being wonderful. <laughs> God bless you. Hey, thank you for joining us. God bless. You.